This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Curious Plots, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more online at curiousplot.agency. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. USDA's use of the Commodity Credit Corporation to fund the Partnerships for Climate Smart Commodities program has received a thumbs up from the Government Accountability Office. The GAO released a report detailing the findings of a study requested by Kansas Republican and Senate Ag Committee member Roger Marshall. He requested a study on the use of $3 billion to fund USDA's investment in climate-smart projects across the country. Many on Capitol Hill have expressed skepticism that the program was above board given the lack of consultation with Congress before the money was spent. But the GAO report concludes USDA was not required to give advance notice to the Hill about the program. GAO says the program was in line with statutory requirements of CCC use, including the expansion of domestic markets for agricultural commodities. Phil Brasher has more in his story on agripulse.com. In other conservation news, Senate Ag Committee Ranking Member John Bozeman is seeking to clarify his position on how exactly he'd like to use the Inflation Reduction Act funding earmarked for specific conservation programs in the Farm Bill. Many have wondered if the funding could be used to improve commodity program supports, but a spokesman for Bozeman says the Arkansas Republican is looking to broaden the climate-focused funding toward a wider array of conservation programs than the handful spelled out in the IRA. Doing so, he argues, would also allow the funding to be added into the Farm Bill's baseline. Elsewhere on Capitol Hill, pork sector leaders are pushing Congress to pursue a reauthorization of a key trade program. AgriPulse's Hannah Pagel has more. Ag industry leaders are calling on Congress to renew the generalized system of preferences, commonly referred to as GSP, to boost trade relationships abroad and open new markets. According to the Office of the U.S. Trade Representative, GSP promotes economic development by eliminating duties on products when imported from one of the 119 designated beneficiary countries and territories. However, GSP authorization expired at the end of 2020. Randy Spronk is a pork producer and former president of the National Pork Producers Council. Testifying at a House Ways and Means Trade Subcommittee today, Spronk says reauthorizing GSP will ensure the next generation of agriculturalists can enter into the farming business and have access to markets. When we get the opportunity to lower trade barriers, lower uh, tariffs, we actually have the ability to compete and be very productive on exporting agricultural products. GSP is a prime example of that. Spronk says GSP also gives U.S. trade negotiators more control in opening new markets. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peigel. Finally today, the speedy movement of a government funding agreement, if one is ever reached, just got more complicated. Kentucky Republican Rand Paul took to the Senate floor today to warn lawmakers that he will not allow the Senate to use a procedural maneuver requiring the agreement of all 100 senators to expedite consideration. I rise to put the leadership of the House, the Senate, and the President of the United States on notice. I will not consent to any expedited passage of any spending bill that provides any more American aid to Ukraine. It's as if no one has noticed that we have no extra money to send to Ukraine. Our deficit this year will exceed $1.5 trillion. Borrowing money from China to send it to Ukraine makes no sense. 
The Biden administration is seeking a $40 billion supplemental funding request as part of a continuing resolution, including roughly $24 billion in support for Ukraine. Unanimous consent would be required to quickly move a possible bill, but Paul's objection would require the Senate to use the necessary time to consider a motion, which could take days. The advance notice of a longer time frame renders even more importance to the plight of lawmakers working to avoid a government shutdown. Stay tuned to AgriPulse for the latest on those negotiations and what they will mean for farm policy. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plots, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more at curiousplot.agency. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.